All right, y'all. Welcome back to Copop.com. Your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Right now, we're live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. So check us out on Spotify, Amazon, and Apple. One, two, one, two, a place to be with Prince Party. How you doing, bro? I'm feeling good. Living better, man. How you doing? I'm great, man. I read about you. Say you're an artist, producer, songwriter, and a fashion designer. Yes, sir. Definitely. Definitely. Love fashion. I see the drip, man. I see the hat and the hoodie. I see you. Oh, yeah. You know, the basement get a little chilly, so we had to stay ahead of the curve. Got the pock nose ring. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Where you from? I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, man, where it gets very, very cold. Okay. Shit. I think you about the first person. I don't interview too many people from Milwaukee. Oh, it's a couple of us, man. We out here. We definitely out here. So uh, give us your earliest memories of music. <clears throat> earliest memories of music. Uh, I'd have to say being a little one, mom's uh, cleaning the crib, listening to Lauren Hill, you know what I'm saying, Usher, things of that nature. Um, Those probably my earliest memories growing up, from what so I recollect, at least. So what got you involved with music? Um, I always like listening to music, obviously. Um, but what kind of made me want to get involved hands on was probably hearing Lil Wayne. Um, Jeezy and Lil Wayne, uh, that kind of made me want to write. My uncles and the uh, family, they always had me freestyle, like when I was younger with my cousins, you know, picking me up, taking me to them from Graham's crib school and stuff of that nature. But you know, um, Lil Wayne is really what made me want to rap and see what I could do with the language. What you like about Lil Wayne? Uh, what I like about Wayne. It, it isn't really even so much of the storytelling aspect. You know, I just like his innovativeness with like metaphors and similes and stuff like that. Cause you know, um, with music, you, you have the opportunity to kind of, you know, come across with what you want to relay. You can, you know, give storytelling, like from what you've been through and experience, you can make up things, you know, but um, with me, I just kind of like um, just being creative and witty. You know what I'm saying? Like I like battle rap. So the best way that I can articulate on that caliber on on beat, I say, is like what impresses me. Like I just like wordplay and you know patterns and rhyme schemes and things of that nature. So I always just like hearing you know multi-syllable words rhymed in a clever way. It just it, it kind of gasses me up. So I just like to do that. <laughs> I guess. I mean, what does your your name mean? Um, my name comes from. It was honestly, it was like almost 4 a.m. in Minnesota. I lived there for like three years and um, me and my guy Seaflow, I was putting together this like little four song EP and I really didn't have a name for it. And he was just like, you know, we're always up BSing and partying or whatever at this time. So why don't we just call it Party at Four? And then um, the project on SoundCloud was called Party at Four. And then when I went back to move back home to Milwaukee at the time, I made it my artist name because it wasn't used, you know, like on YouTube for like any groups or anything like that on Google. I was the only result. So I went with that. And then um, Prince Party came from uh, it just came from the lineage and the vibe of uh, the folks I was working with and um, the label. They're real big on that. So it just kind of stuck and um, it didn't rhyme with anything and it wasn't being used. So it just kind of what we went with at the time. Yeah, because I don't know if you know, but like when I Google your name, it, it, like, I put Prince Party. Then he tries to say like he uh, tries to come up with party like 1999. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed that, man. I noticed that. I noticed that. It, it's definitely, it's definitely crazy with the results on the search engines, man. But it'll all be worked out for sure, man. I'm gonna pick a permanent name sooner or later. All right. Now, how would you describe yourself to the people? Um, I say first and foremost, I'm a character, man. I just like to have fun and crack jokes. But um, 
I'm I'm very music orientated. Like I make beats all day and you know freestyle with my cousin and play music, so on and so forth. So I'd say I'm just all around a, a character, man. I think that kind of sums up everything. You said Wayne and Jeezy, but who else you like? Um, today I'm real big on like Rick Ross, um, Drake. Uh, I listen to a lot of R&B. I listen to Party Next Door. I listen to The Weeknd. Um, I listen to Tory Lanez. Um, I like '90s music too, man. I'm not gonna lie. I do a lot of self-indulgence. Like I listen to myself a lot, just because. I'm ultimately trying to work on my craft. So like, I don't like to get, you know, stuck in a pocket of another artist for too long, but I definitely listen to Ross a lot, Drake a lot, Wayne a lot. I listen to Kendrick, Wale, Meek Mill. I listen to him a lot. I listen to Lil Durk a lot as of late. Um, Fredo Bang, Pooh Shiesty. You know, I got, I got like my top five I listen to, you know, primarily, but I like to try to stay tapped into what's going on recently and, you know, during current times, but I got my own way of doing things. So, you know, I like the the higher up old school type of rap. So yeah, how would you describe your sound to people? Me, man, you know, that's a that's a that's a very good question. Um, I'm always like experimenting and seeing like how much I can push the boundary with my personal sound. So um man, I'd like to I'd like to think my music is a vibe. Like I don't, I don't do, I don't do all like you know the gang stories or the street stories or none of that. But I do like to have fun with my words and like push the boundary between R and B and like contemporary rap, whatever you would consider that box that that fits in. So I just like to have fun with the genres, man. I can't listen to too much rap and then I can't listen to too much R and B. So I like to do both. So who you listen to R and B? Um, primarily R and B. I listen to The Weeknd, Party Next Door. Um, like I say, Tory Lanez, I like his R&B vibe. Um, I feel like you got to be high listening to The Weeknd, though. If you ain't high, you ain't yeah. listening to him right. <laughs> what I like about The Weeknd, man, is like, well, early weekend, at least, like before he started the disco Michael Jackson voyage, like I like his subject matter. Like it's raw. And then like his production was real different, too. Yeah. So like I, I really I really enjoy that because like for me, music, I like more like like in-depth lyricism, I guess. I'm really big on lyricism. Like it's hard for me to make like catchy, you know what I'm saying, real minimalistic songs because like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like anyone can do that. So I like to, and whatever my my personal, you know, mean opinion of intricacy is to, to that degree, but I just like to kind of try to say catchy things that you'll have to sit and think about, so to speak, at least, because that's what I like to do. Like when I listen to music, I like to close my eyes, you know what I'm saying? Smoke. As you can see, I got the little LED lights in the back and things of that nature. Like I like to vibe out. So if there's nothing that I want to like paint a picture out of when I hear it, it's not really, you know what I mean? It's just words at that point. Like it's just a vibe. But yeah, weekend got me mad with that Super Bowl because I wanted to hear um I wanted to hear often, but I already knew he was gonna play often. Oh, yeah. He ain't gonna do that for them folks up there. I don't want to yeah. that. I just knew he was gonna do tell your friends, so he didn't do tell yeah. your friends. I was like, oh man, you ain't do tell your friends. Come man. on. <laughs> I would have been straight where I can't feel my face, man. Yeah, that too. So I was like, man, I don't want this new uh I want the cocaine weekend. I don't want yeah, the new man, that's weekend. the one, man. You, you what what he he had an interview. I don't think it was Rolling Stone, or maybe it was because he's only done like three early on, but um, the one interview he said where his management told him, like, we don't want you to fall in love because, like, when you're heartbroken, you got the good dark sound. But when you fall mm -hmm. in love, we don't lose that. 
And they, they, you know what I mean? I, I definitely love the weekend, but I like the heartbroken music from artists more because like it, it brings more out of you. Like it's not just feel good. I want to turn up like you're actually hurting and you want to get that out. So you put it on wax. And that's what I like to hear. You know what I mean? So, so who else are you uh, listening to like far with the females on R&B? Uh, Summer Walker is fire. Her yeah. is fire. Um, I like um, some stuff from Ella May. She's very, very fire. Um, let me see. SZA is dope. Um, let me see who else we got. Um, Layton Green, she's got some fire. You hear? Um, we, we be listening to uh, me and my wife. We listen to Ari Lennox. You like her? Man, there we go. Dreamville. Yeah, Ari Lennox is fire. Ari Lennox is like her and Summer Walker are like the only, I don't want to say only, but in my opinion, from what I hear primarily, they're like the most soulful right now. Like Ari Lennox is all soul. Like it's rare you still hear stuff like that. It's like almost a Lauren Hill, Erica Baduish vibe from her. Yeah, she hard. Yeah, she oh um she's not an RB chick, but uh um Rhapsody, she's fire for the females. Rhapsody is hard. Okay, this was up. So, so how? So that's why. So you try. You you just doing both of them. You doing the rapping and R and B? Yeah. Um. I definitely rap more than I do R and B. Um. Conceptually, but I, I I always was in choir and um, I went to church at a young age. So like I definitely enjoy singing a lot. Um. And I like to think I'm blessed with like vocal cords that let me like you know mess around in that realm. I'm no like Chris Brown or anything like that. But I, I like to think I sound pretty straight. So. I like to see what I can do. You know what I mean? Like I'll hear a Chris Brown song or um, Eric Bellinger song and I'll like try and play off of their notes or, you know, their melodies come up with my own just to see if it's something that I can do. So I, I definitely record more rap songs than R&B songs, I'd say, but my R&B bag is getting kind of nice. So I'm gonna definitely keep doing both of them for sure. I don't ever want it to just be a point where I just rap or I just sing because you know I'll get bored and creatively I'm limiting myself. But for 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 now, we definitely gonna do both. I got plenty of both. Then what's your range? Are you are you soprano? You baritone? Alto? What you, what you doing? Um, I honestly, man, I'm chopped, so I can't really 100% recollect which one is which, but I know The weekend is more falsetto. I can sing like all his shit. That's my favorite headspace is falsetto because it just, I like how it hits my ear, but, um, I can do soprano. I'll just say this to make more sense of the question. I can sing like a lot of Frank Ocean songs. I can sing a lot of Chris Brown songs. Um, I, I can't really do like all the R. Kelly notes and things like it's a lot of bass. Uh, I can sing Party Next Door, Bryson Tiller. Um, I can do a lot. I just don't have like a lot of, you know, bass when I sing because I don't like how my notes shape, I guess. That you, don't got that, you don't got that big, that big Luther, that Jailer Bird voice? Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, we got to work on that bag. Yeah, you gotta go through some stuff, stuff to get that voice. That's when you get a couple. Yeah, I, gotta, I gotta get a couple of divorces. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, uh, yeah, that's crazy. I was say, yeah, actually, uh, man, people been telling me they saying you next up. They think you're gonna be up, be really big. So why would people be saying that? Yeah, blessed, man. I've been hearing that a lot too, man. And it's just always good to stay humble, man, and be appreciative, man, because the fact that people will listen to me on a global or grand scale and just to have that opportunity, man, it just means a lot to me because I've been making music for so long. So the fact that that's the feedback this early on is just crazy to me. But I was saying, well, what's the reason? Why are they saying that? Why do you think they're saying that? Like, what you doing? Man, I, I, 
I assume just making music, man, I just try to be myself, bro. Like at the end of the day, whatever that means, you know, whoever tips their hat to that for whatever reason is what it is. But I just kind of do whatever I feel inside of me. You know what I mean? Because if you get too caught up in egos or doing other things, I feel like you'll kind of lose track of what you're trying to do. But I just think that people like the music, which if that's the reason, then I'm blessed because, you know, it's nothing, nothing I find too special, you know what I mean, about myself other than like how long I've been working and what I'm able to do with music. But, you know, the fact that they're saying that I'm going to keep doing whatever I am doing because um, to my knowledge, it's just making clothes and putting music out. So yeah, um, what year did you start? Um, I was freestyling, you know, just messing around since I was like seven. But I say like I really started to like make songs somewhere. I want to say like seventh grade. Cause I had mixed craft and stuff um, in middle school, and then um, sophomore year in high school, my guy Jeremy he gave me um, he gave me FL Studio, and I started making my own beats and things like that. And then I got Pro Tools when I moved to Minnesota, and then um, I was already recording my um, my lyrics right into my um, beat projects in FL Studio, but um, I wasn't really liking how it was mixed. Like I don't know how Party Next Door was able to like put that type of mix on those songs given that software, but um, once I figured out how to get comfortable with Pro Tools, it really was over with, man. So I've probably been recording myself, you know, engineering and making beats probably for like a decade now. Mm, okay. Been at it for a minute. And then how did you get, uh, what about the fashion? I heard you say making clothes. Yeah, man. Um, with clothes, it's a love-hate relationship, man. Because, you know, um, when you're in position, you know, you can go buy whatever you want, so to speak, if the funds permit it. But I just hate when I see something fire and then like 30 other people go put it on, bro. You know what I mean? So... I just kind of like to alter clothes or like I'll buy a sweatshirt I like. I cut this one gap hoodie in half with this um sweatshirt, this tie-dye sweater I got while I was a CNA and I stitched them together and then put the gap logo words back on it so it looks like a gap sweater. Like I do stuff like that. I'll add zippers to my sleeves, like I'll stitch patches all over stuff. I paint my clothes. I paint you know so? Yeah. Uh I do I do most of my stuff by hand, but I have a sewing machine, but I broke um like how you string it. So I got to, I'm, I'm ultimately just get a new one, man. Cause it's about that time, but yeah, I can sew for sure. Yeah, we I, started to get one. We started to get one, but then we didn't get it. Cause we didn't know which one we should start with. Man, I would get like a little joint to start with, but ultimately you're going to want to end up, well, in my opinion, you're going to want the, like the, the desk that comes with it in the middle, because ultimately what you're relying on when you're sewing is that little like, uh, like base under the needle to hold your stuff. So if you got yeah. the table right there, you could just slide the whole pant leg across the diameter of the table, as opposed to it falling and you got to fold it and all yeah. of that. So as you, as you start learning more and get comfortable with the pedal, I'd say ultimately end up with the table joint, but to start off, they got handheld ones. They got miniature ones. They got, you know, your typical household size one. They got a whole bunch of little different apparatuses to get you familiar with this. So. Did you make your hoodie? You made the hoodie you got on? Nah, nah, nah. This I got from some like store in Milwaukee. It's called Icon, but um, I don't even know what brand this is. It was just fire and it was um Sherpa. So I had to buy it. But yeah, I like I like making my own t-shirt designs. I'll be trying to do a little something. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, try like, to print it. Huh? Screen print. What's that mean? <laughs> like, uh, like you you put it on the screen, they apply the ink, and they um. Uh, oh no, no, I think you. I don't know, man. I just uh, I did the design. I did on, on Shopify, so I just did the design. Then I just uploaded. Then somebody else make it. So I don't know how okay. they do it. For sure. Yeah, that's fine. You know, um, yeah, I, I like especially with um like t-shirts and clothes like that. We like, man, we be wearing too much of other people's shit all the time. Like, why are you wearing your own shit? 
yeah, I'm going to start my own little clothing line apparel, like little capsule collections when the, when the time is right, because that's something that a lot of my favorite artists do. And I feel like that makes you feel more like at home with the artist if you like their clothes. And even if you don't like their clothes, just more to offer for the fans. Like, you know, you give them music and visuals, but you want to have other things that make them feel like you actually took them into consideration. So, you know what I mean? Like a lighter or a shirt or a book bag or something. Things like that matter for me. So I'm going to go ahead and put some of that together at a certain point. I'm say I heard you mention, um, but we got some comments. Let me see who's going to come in right quick. Oh, for sure. Oh, my homie, Pac Riley on here. He's just a past guest. Hey, what's going on? He said metal. Then the gold medals. Y'all say you a fan of Frank Ocean? Oh, yeah, that's my boy. Man, you know what I was doing right before this interview? What's that? I was listening to that one song with uh, 2 Chains, Kanye, and, and Brent Fires that fill away. Yeah. When um, Kanye, he was like, when Larry Jackson called, they let Frank Ocean go. So I was like looking that shit up and seeing what they was talking about. I was like, what are they talking about? So I was like looking that shit up. Yeah. Yeah. Frank Ocean went crazy with his career, bro. He played the label. I don't know how he pulled it off, but however he put that together, he went crazy. Yeah, I like him, man. I hope he come out with some new music. Yeah, that's one of his things, man. He likes to take these elongated hiatuses, man. But hopefully he back, he pop back out sometime. I don't, I don't know, man. I kind of feel like nowadays, man, I don't know. Like, I, I'm, I'm glad I'm not an artist. Cause I feel like nowadays, man, it'd be like, why will you drop some man? They're gonna be like, well, what's your next project? You be like, damn, this yeah. is this fucking project for a couple of years. That's <laughs> why they take the breaks, because I feel like that's a good point. Cause like now I feel that's why I kind of pause when you ask me who I listen to, because like I feel like it'd be so much music put out that like no one we it's hard to have a timeless album nowadays because so much of it comes out, nothing really sticks, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Like it, people have put like four or five albums out or mixtapes out in one year and it's like well what what is my favorite or like what's really here to actually be listened to because it's so much of it and then your other favorite artists drop a 50 song project and it's like damn it's so much music you kind of get lost in navigating through it all yeah man you know Lil B putting out like seven hours um, albums yeah man that Santa Claus <laughs> yeah man I saw that man but this what get me mad too, like on on the I guess the music, like the music journalists and stuff like that. What get me mad is I'm like, how's these fools? So you come out with an album, the next day they got a review. Yeah, they how you listen to album. Sometimes you gotta like you gotta keep listening to it for a while because sometimes yeah. you don't even know what they saying until you like, oh, I get that now. So you can't just listen you to don't even know what you want to the third listen to. Yeah, so I was like, man, how these kids listen to this shit one time. And they already trying to tell you how to album me. I'm like, nah, it don't go like that. I don't, like every anytime somebody try to do that, I know they really don't know how to listen to no music. I'm like, Facts. You kind of got, and then sometimes I know it's like, okay, you gonna hear that song different. Like you listen to it in your car, it gonna sound different. Listen to it at home mm. or listen to it while you working out. It's or your phone. Yeah, it's all different kinds of feelings when you listen yeah. to it different ways, or when you like you say vibing in the LE like little eye drinking a little bit. It sounds completely different. So I'm like, are you listening to that album all those different ways and all those different settings? Or are you just like, how are you even listening to it? Don't say these cats be tripping, man. Yeah. And then they don't even really hear everything said and they miss everything. And it's like, oh, this was garbage. I'm going to go to the next one. So I was a good body of work. Like, no, tripping. Yeah. So what you working on right now? What's your current projects? Oh, man. I'm just staying creative right now, man. I haven't went to the actual studio in probably like a month. I just been working out of the crib, my home studio where I'm most comfortable at, man. Just making beats and writing and things of that nature. But um, I don't I'm not really sure, like, 
when the project is going to come out or what it's going to consist of. But um, I know uh, High Up and Run Away is kind of what we're going to work on right now. But uh, hopefully something comes down the pipeline for y'all real, real soon. I will say that it's definitely being put together and it's thought about. Just don't really know what it's going to consist of yet. Yeah, I'm going to say, um, yeah, you want us going to your video? Oh, yeah, for sure. We put a video up for sure. Yeah, let me hopefully so play cool. Let me share the screen right now. Yeah, we got some people on here, so we'll let them see it. Bet, bet. You want to talk about it a little bit before we play it? Yeah, man, we, we doing Runaway or High Up? High Up. Yeah, man, High Up. That's the latest joint, Um, a rap joint for y'all. Got some pain in there. Um, my boy Relly made it, produced it. My guy 20K shot the visual. Um, it's a good vibe, man. It's a good feel, man. Y'all should y'all should really vest with this one. I'm gonna keep it 100 with y'all, man. Just showing a little versatility, a little melodic, a little rap, you know, a little vibe. All right, we're about to go into it right now. Let's get it. Yes, sir. Hey, yo, Relly, this shit too long. I don't feel no stress, I don't need no press, I ain't gonna waste no breath. I've been so high, I up, I need more rest. I just wanna let them guess, try to ain't got guess. Ain't worried about your set, dog. I can express no pest. Better on move, get wet, dog. I ain't worried about no test. Way back with hair, less, all not a whole team on chest. I'm right here, no check, I am nigga up next. Many times I've been saying, I've told you niggas, I basically mold you niggas. Promise that nothing I own, I owe you niggas. Can't do no more shows with niggas, ain't no more striking the pause. I'd rather oppose and sit and condone you niggas. Just keep it a buck. You got some ice, but you keep it tucked. I got some ice, I beat me the cuts. My sitting is nuts. You don't know the half of it in the cash running got the stash flooded in the dash touch it they go fast on it if i pay cash at the last one a nigga now nah, i ain't got time to waste they know it's my time i'm great beside the safe i keep a nine in case these niggas won't try to save for pride to chase these hoes and dimes i may take her inside the bank and pride to take all that shit out then i dip out and find a stray day out today i pay my dues and do not need a crack to say i find a way i'm bound to faith i pray them folks stay out the way i've been so high up i don't feel no stress i don't need no pressure i ain't gonna waste no breath i've been so high up i need more rest I saw an them guess. Shut it in, ain't got guess. Ain't worried about your set, dog. I can express no pest. Better on move, get wet, dog. I ain't worried about no test. Way back with hair, less. All not a whole team on chest. Remember, I ain't had no check. I young nigga up next. Ice all on my necklace. I'm legit, bitch. Get fucked by no wish list. Fuck an ex, bitch. Fuck around, let that tick hit. Hope they check hit. Fuck a lot, pop your legs hit. Hit the exit. When I'm out, you know it's one up on them, nigga. Gotta stay at least one up on them. Pull up on you, get it lit, lit, hip, stick, glitz. Niggas try and run up on them. Take a hike, mic jack with the backpack, rap, backtrack on it. When I hit the dance, that's fact. Niggas hating on the man's ass, cat bitches in stock, that's nasty, that, past that. Then I'm out of here. Had a good year, but you're not appearing. When it's four time, you do not appear. When I'm in the building, get a lot of stairs, huh? Niggas be plotting, huh? You talking down all on my round, yeah, you without options, huh? I've been so high up, I don't feel no stress, I don't need no pressure, I ain't gonna waste no breath. I've been so high up, I need more rest, I just wanna let them guess, try to ain't got guess, ain't worried about your set, dog. I can express no pest, better on move, get wet, dog. I ain't worried about no test, way back with hair, less, all not a whole team on chest, remember I ain't had no check, now your nigga up next. Yeah, I said you got a lot of uh different flows on there too. Oh yeah, man. It's the it's the it's the flow schemes for me, man. Patterns. But I would say on that um on the part you singing, like, I feel so high, yeah. Then you kind of sound like bone on that one. The light skin, I don't know which one the light skin, which light skin the one was. You kind of busy bone, you kind of sound like yeah. part. 
Yeah, yeah, he was cold. I take it. Yeah, that's tight. So, what do you say? So, what's um, what's next for us? Like your goals for your career? Goals for the career, man. I want to try to put together a classic body of work. And when I say classic, I just mean like that's how it's recognized by like you know peers and music critics. But um, just a long longevity. A lot of that, man. Longevity, I, I say. And, and it's a couple people that I want to do features with. Like, I want to do a record with Wayne. I want to do a record with Kiki Wyatt. Um, a, lot, a lot of records, man. Just hopefully, hopefully good records and longevity, I say. What song are you trying to have with Kiki Wyatt? Like, one of them Ross records, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, that big boy rap with the nice ambience on the hook, man. Something soulful. Man, you got to have a song with Kiki Wyatt, but the song got to be about having a baby. That should be so hard. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> You don't want to have the song about. She got plenty of kids. That's what I'm saying. They go back. It's she know what she talking about. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. My homie said you sound like lazy and busy. Hey, yeah, that's cold. That's legendary. I appreciate that. That's DJ Period. He um he on the we got a podcast together called Two Black Brothers. He in New York. Right. Yeah, I'm saying. So, what are some of your interests outside of music? Um, I want to get some rental properties. Um, like I said, I want to start a clothing line. Um. I want to get a strand of weed too, man. Not even to just sound like a pothead, but it's a very um fruitful business. And I think oh, like yeah. how much how much I I have it as a hobby, so to speak, like it'll just make sense. But I feel like there's a big margin for revenue in there, so I want to do that. Um, I wouldn't mind having like a club, you know, what I'm saying, or a little kicking spot, maybe a little pop up shop or something. But I definitely want to get in the stock market as well. I have some friends that are real, real good at that. So I'm going to get a little more knowledge gathered on that and jump into that when the time is right. But I want to start a label at some point, too. And then um, how do you describe your creative process? Ah, man, this is the question. It's, it's always going to be fluctuated. You know, it, it hits when it hits, man. I'm, I'm not one of those artists that's blessed to be able to just turn it on and off. That's how it comes off. But in my opinion, it just hits when it hits, man. Like, you know, when this is when this concludes, I'll probably probably play a couple beats, roll up, probably write something and later on, write some more pieces together. I either like a, I'll either start a beat and then write to it or I'll start a beat and open it a couple days later and write to it. I might write to a YouTube. A lot of times I might might write to a YouTube beat just because the beats already there and then I'll write to it. You know, what I mean, like bridge hook, whatever. And then um, at a certain point, if I really like it, then I'll make my own beat and put it to that. Or if I make like a beat two months from now and there's something in my notepad that I feel like it resonates with, I'll be like, oh, this will fit that. And then I'll put that to it. I do that a lot. But um, it's rare that I'll like literally, you know, get ready, get out the shower, get dressed, come in the basement. Like I'm going to write a song and then write a song like it never goes like that as much as I'd like it to. It never does. It does. It's sad. And how you think, how's your style evolved through the years? So you said 10 years, so how's it evolved through the 10 years? Um, I, I primarily, like, when I come sit down to write, I approach it like one of those Drake 5 a.m. in Dallas, I'm going to say 9 a.m. in Dallas, or, like, one of those freestyles. You know, like, it's, it's a song, but I'm just rapping 68 bars. Like, a lot of times I'll do that, and then I'll just cut it up. But, um... As I've like matured as a writer now, like I, I like make the decision, like okay, are you just gonna like write some some bars? Like, are you gonna write a, a freestyle? Like, are you gonna write a song? 
like I'll do that now. Like I've, I've gotten more comfortable like structuring songs. So, I, cause at first I didn't write hooks at all. Like when I first started rapping, I just rapped. And then like, I'd put a sample right there, or get a beat that had a hook in it already. But like, I like writing hooks now. Cause a lot of times I've noticed like, like, like when I listen to Future, you never, and J. Cole, sometimes you don't really know where the hook is. It's just like after a 16, they'll bring back eight from earlier. And it's like, oh, this is the hook. And then it'll end with that. And then they'll put a filter over it. So like a lot of times I'll just write and then take a chunk and make it the hook or I'll write a hook and leave it or I'll write a verse and leave it. But I've gotten real, real good with like the tools in my tool kit. Like I know how to structure songs and stuff now. So yeah, I remember, I guess people got away from that, but I remember Biggie used to say, make the hook first. Yeah, now I mean, like in the past, like three days, I've wrote like three little, you know, exercise songs, if you will. They're not like radio charting hits or whatever, but it's just they're dope to me. So, um, one of them, I was just where I started writing when the beat hit. It was like in the hook part, and I just started rapping right there. But it had the cadence of a hook, cause like mentally, like it's hard for me to do that because like you can't really tell a person anymore like what is a hook supposed to sound like because you know like you don't write the song yeah like and then like cats like future and 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 um like little baby and stuff like little baby's hooks be sounding like eight bars out of his verse and it's just the hook you know what i'm saying so you can't really tell a person like okay this is how you space this eight bars and then you're supposed to put four here for the bridge leading into the hook like it's not really you know what i'm saying the schematics are skewed these days i feel like it's not just the song comes on with a four bar intro then there's some scatting then the hook then a, then a soulful verse then the hook again then we put the scatting there the hook one more time and the song ends like It'll come how it wants to come now. Like sometimes on the radio, a couple songs I didn't heard this year, it ain't even a hook on it. It's just the damn the damn verse chopped up. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if um this is my homie Steve, but I don't know if he's talking to me or you. He says this is this the joint that dropped with Snoop on crypto.com. Is he talking about your song? You did a song with Snoop? Mm-mm. Yeah. No, Steve. We don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, I see, I'm trying to process that. I wish I did do a song with Snoop. We would smoke good first. No, I know uh, Steve. He just posted some man. Do you know you were talking about um, invested in everything? You know about them NTFs? That's what everybody keep talking about now. It's like oh, some- yeah, you talking about how like Tory did that and he dropped some unreleased music with a couple visuals and then he made a million or something like that. I'm like, it's called. Uh, I'm, I'm going on right now. It's called because uh, Snoop Dogg is on Crypto.com, but he's for NTF and it says NTF is a uh, it's a discover buy sell discover. Digital collectible, so it's like collectibles, yeah. but it's like digital. So Booty just drops some hundred dollar or some some hundred dollar shoes or something like that, but it's just a digital file. It's not a real. Actually, cause more than that, man. Uh, Snoop on there talking about he's selling. All he's saying is these nuts, and he's selling it for two thousand dollars. Oh man, he's yeah, selling. They- he got one called them Ro- This all Snoop stuff. He says them roaches. He's selling that for twenty five. Snoop Dogg coins two 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 hundred dollars. Dropped the mic, sold out. He's selling one death row MTF for a hundred thousand, a diamond joint for 500. Young Sudolf, yeah, they, I don't know what this is, but I just keep I gotta see what it is. If I'm not mistaken, they're all digital files like PDFs or, or songs or something. There's nothing physical about them, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but yeah, and then my homie said, Yeah, I do something like that on Rally. Yeah, I gotta get into that though. Well, what would you like to say to your fans and supporters, man? That- Ample appreciation to y'all, man. Y'all really make me feel like I'm doing the right thing and being productive with the music. So I appreciate y'all watching the visuals, man, streaming the music, 
liking the pictures, man, following the pages, all of that, man. It all it all makes me feel like I'm doing the right thing. So y'all could just bear with me, man. We're gonna have a project to y'all at some point, man. Just keep streaming them records. We're gonna have more coming for y'all. But just stay tuned in, man. Stay, stay at the party, man. It don't it don't close. So oh, that's what he's talking about. He said on, on the rally site, you can buy like Kobe Bryant's rookie card and stuff. Mm, a portion of his rookie card. See, like yeah. I'm I'm lost. That's what I'm saying, man. They got some new shit, man. People making money though, so hey, that's ain't wrong. <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't want to be the person by the time I figure it out. That shit sold out, you know, like Bitcoin. Yeah. I know about Bitcoin, but if you go Bitcoin when that fish first came out, shit. Oh yeah, you getting back now? All of that. They got mm. uh, athletes getting paid in that now. Yep. Yeah, man. So I appreciate having you on the show. Oh yeah, anytime, man. Appreciate the opportunity. It's been well. No doubt. You got any um. Anything you want to say, like far as like shout outs? Oh man, shout out all the viewers, man. Shout out London Brown, my little boy. Um, shout out the podcast, shout out Deb. Uh, you already know, man. Shout out everybody that's tuning in and keeping it going, man. Definitely appreciate all of that, all the supporters, and um, shout out my dukes too. No doubt. Um, what's your social media and everything? Um, my Instagram handle is as of press time is Real Prince Party. Um, my Twitter is Prince Party, I believe, or Real Prince Party. Um, my Facebook is Keith Brown, my name. Um, my YouTube is Prince Party. And um, I think that's all the social media handles. Yeah, yeah. And like Spotify and Apple and all of that is Prince Party. Um, that's all of them, I think. All right, y'all. We out. Till yeah. next time, make sure you check me out on Poe Politicking. I'll be safe. Shout out Poe Politicking. It's been real. Yeah, happy Easter, y'all. We out. <laughs>